All right, I'm Kyle. I'm Lori. Welcome to the worst podcast ever made. All right, that's our makeshift intro. Uh, obviously, we're such a bad podcast, we don't even have an intro yet. Uh, but listen, I figured, Lori and I both figured that it was time for us to release our first episode. And just to give you guys some background on the podcast, uh, a little bit about us, a little bit about who we are, and then we're just going to see what pops up. So, Lori, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell the audience all about Lori. Oh, man. I even had a like a coaching call on this last night and still don't even know what to say. So, well, I'm Lori. Like Kyle said, I have my hand in a little bit of everything. Um, everything from youth ministry to life insurance. Um I got like three books in the making right now because I can't say no to a great idea and two podcasts. So, you know, like a little bit of everything. And I, I, on my call last night, it's funny because I told Philip Sessions, he, he had us like make an elevator pitch. And I'm like, my elevator pitch was, Hey, I'm Lori. I'm in the business of making people smile and improving lives. I do that through blah, 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 blah. blah. And he's like, that's really broad. And I'm like, well, my world is really broad. I don't know. So I do a lot of things. I just like making people happy. See, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, I love that value statement. So to tell Philip that I said it's a great value statement. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so that's Lori. I'm Kyle, Kyle Slaymaker. I'm founder and owner of the Slaymaker Method. I am married with three kids, ages 17, four, and two. Um, U.S. Navy veteran of operations, Iraqi freedom and dream freedom. I own a sales strategy and branding company help people, help businesses build their brands, reinvigorate their brands, and also teach people how to sell like they ever thought possible. Uh, I've been in selling power. I've been labeled a disruptor in the sales training industry by Authority Magazine, all this other fancy blah, 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 accolades, three-time best-selling author, soon to be four. Um, uh, listen, just to let you, get you guys know, if there's one subject I love the most, it's myself. So do not be surprised if I'm like, I was a best-selling author or, or anything about how incredibly great I think I am. Um, but anyway, back to seriousness. Um, I'm looking forward to the podcast. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. We, how, uh, Lori, I'll let you tell them how we came up with the idea of the worst podcast ever made. Okay, so before that, um, yeah, I'm a mom and I have a 15-year-old daughter and I totally forgot all of that. So that's my bad. Love you guys. Hopefully she doesn't listen. <laughs> she won't. <laughs> Maybe in like 10 years, whenever she like decides, oh, my mom was pretty cool back then. Let me check out her stuff. Um, yeah. So I, I think our new tagline needs to be, so a youth minister and a brand strategist walk into a bar or, or start a podcast. <laughs> it has to be. Um, yeah. So Kyle was on my podcast. Well, the first time, and we just had a blast. Uh, we didn't get to any points. Like there was that. That's kind of what spawned the worst podcast ever made because we got to like zero points that first time. We had fun, and the you know Brinley came and made a special appearance. And as soon as that podcast aired, I had text messages. That was so real and authentic. I love it. Put more of that on your podcast. And then we did our second podcast. We still got to no points. And then the third one we finally got to where we talked business a little bit and that one just aired two days ago and I've gotten great feedback on that. So that's how the worst podcast ever made. We, we have fun, we ramble, we're friends. So why not? Right. 
yeah, that's that's kind of what it's all about, right? There's there's not going to be a lot of fancy professional editing. There's not going to be a, a bunch of really big guest interviews. It's just kind of be Lori and I going back and forth, and it's going to be interesting because you're going to see that on the surface, Lori and I are very polar opposite. Um, Lori's very religious, church going. Uh, she's active in her church, and I am very agnostic. Um, I'm a sailor through and through, so you're going to hear some profanity by me. Poor Lori's. If if anybody in Lori's ministry uh, listens to this, they're going to be mortified. I'll I'll I'll, tr I'll try to refrain from getting her kicked out of her position in the church, but I can't promise. You know, we love everybody, and just to go ahead and elaborate on that just a little bit, um, the 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 church thing is very new for me. So up until as recently as, I don't know, like three months ago, my Facebook was full of F-bombs and everything else too. And I don't, like, I don't care. You do you, right? But for me, something clicked and it became like, I mean, I'm looking at, I don't know if we're airing this in video or not, what we finally decided, but I'm like, forget your excuses because I work with kids now. And they're like, what does that stand for? And I'm like, oh, forget your excuses. Oh yeah. You gotta, you gotta censor it. Or I really like that, that, you know, uh, music store, right? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there you go. Wow. I haven't, I haven't thought of FYE in a long time, even though there's like one in the mall that's like right down the road from my house. Well, yeah. Somebody, when I first got this, um, now this is totally inappropriate to say on a podcast, but, um, she said, does that stand for, <laughs> for your entertainment? And I thought my husband was going to die laughing because on my oh, that's, right hand. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So and that's the beautiful thing about podcasting is there's nothing wrong that you can say on a podcast, right? That, it's it's completely We're just having fun, especially when you call it the worst podcast ever made. Hell yeah, you can we can do whatever we want. It can be just a complete dumpster fire, which it's going to be, which is the best part about it. Um, yeah, gosh, Fye used to be Sam Goody. I remember it very clearly. Did it really? I didn't know it was anything before that. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty. If I remember correctly, Sam Goody uh, was bought out by Fye or became Fye. Uh, and now, how super weird is it that we literally have all that at our fingertips now? I know, isn't it? That's that's like one of the boy, my god, we're showing our age immediately. I'm only 35. Um, but, um I just uh, turned 40. I'm old, man. Well, but do you surely you remember, like, well, I don't know, I mean, that might have been around at the same time, but I remember getting dropped off, dropped off at the mall, like when I was my when I was like our daughter's ages, it was getting dropped off at the mall. Or, yeah, like we would go hang out in the music store and flip through the CDs. Now it's like they're all on their phones. Kids are spoiled today. They don't even soft pretzels. I love it. I still yeah. every every time I'm at the mall, I have to go to the food court because I'm like a just a I'm I'm such a foodie. It's ridiculous. I feel like whenever I come up for the uh for your event, we need to just go to the food court and record a a live podcast episode from Annie Ann's. Oh my god, that. <sighs> Oh, that, that would be wrong on so many levels. Like, there's no possible way that would go good for us at all. So, yeah, I just dropped something. You probably just heard it pick it up on the mic. It is the worst oh. podcast ever made. I didn't. Mm. Maybe, maybe I'll pick it up in editing. We'll see. Um, so, yeah. So, guys, we don't really have any set uh, topic or theme to talk about. We're just kind of going back and forth and, and shooting the stuff, shooting the shit. Um, Lori, is there anything on your mind? I mean, I don't know. I was going to say, like, if you guys are listening to this, well, obviously you are. So since you're listening to this, you know, if you have ideas of topics, make them random, but give us some ideas of things you want to hear about, right? You know, 
That's or a, else we're going to talk about Annie Ann's and FYE. Yeah. Other, otherwise, this is going to be like the worst and most intolerable podcast ever made. So definitely give us give us podcast topics, give us ideas. We will talk about anything and everything that you guys want to want us to talk about. Anything from parenting, business, sports, life, funny stories, funniest memories. It doesn't matter. We will absolutely talk about everything and anything. Um, yeah, if you really want this to be the word po- worst podcast ever made, get me talking about sports because <laughs> there we go. See, it's all right. Even Lori's already like, please God, don't let it be sports. Please God, don't let it be sports. I'll do research. It's fine. That's what that's that's what Google is for. Oh, we can't do research. That makes it like a planned thing. We can't. There should be no. You should be doing research as we're recording the episodes. So, I I do have something. We're like, I don't know, ten minutes into this, and we haven't had a special appearance from Brinley. I my feelings are a little hurt. She's she's currently over eating a yogurt and watching luca on her tablet so she'll be once she gets bored i'm sure she'll show up once she realizes there's no starburst in hand yeah oh my god so she's caught caught a stomach bug so she's been like eating relatively healthy lately oh well let's talk about that the the, like the dynamic that you have with your kids because i think that is super cool that our first podcast and i think what made it so authentic and real is the first podcast that we recorded like Brinley was coming in and she like I, I I don't know if it was which episode it was but I got like screen grabs of her like hopping up on the mic and waving and I think that's super cool that you embrace that you know having your kids and you're not you don't lock them out of the room when you're on business meetings you involve them I think that is something that a lot it would I, I think it would really help a lot of people yeah if they did that more or if their parents had done that more with them or whatever so I've always, one of the things um, that I, I always wanted to be was a dad, always. Uh, I've, I've loved kids. I love my, you know, I was the oldest of three, oldest of one on the, oldest of two on the other side. Um, and the oldest cousin, the oldest nephew, whatever. Um, and I've, I've always been, I've always loved kids. Uh, so my daughter was born when I was 18 years old. Uh, that was a culture shock because I was also, I was also the year I left for the Navy. Um, and you know, for the first four years, I was pretty much gone. I was going a lot. I ended up, I got stationed in Virginia, so I was able to be home every weekend. And then they, like after six months, they home port shifted our ship to San Diego, California. And I spent the rest of my time as a West coast sailor. So I was only home once or twice a year. Um, but when my son was born, when my daughter, other my youngest daughter was born, like that kind of just happened naturally, right? Like I, I don't really, I don't want to do business with somebody if they're going to be like, oh, his kids are too annoying, right? Like if, if that's going to happen, go find somebody else to teach you how to sell. Um, yeah. Jack is usually pretty good. Now he's in that four-year-old stage. He's almost five. He's going to be five in April. Um, and you know, he's starting to get more vocal and a little bit more annoying where you're like, okay, kid, go, go sit on your tablet or something, go watch TV, go play outside. Uh, but Brinley, you know, Brinley's always been a pretty big mainstay in my, in my business life. Like she used to go to clients with me, client meetings with me, like out in public. Now it's a little different because she's, you know, she'll be three this year and she's a little rambunctious. She's full of energy. Um, but I mean, she's been on, 
just about every podcast I've been on, every customer call, all my customers know her. Um, and that's just how it is. Right. I, I just, I just kind of like that. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't want her thinking that I'm a workaholic. Uh, yeah. cause I do work a lot. I'd rather her think, okay, dad's working, but he's still going to make time for me. If, if I come up and ask him to play with me, probably everything's going to stop and it will, it absolutely will. I mean, if she needs water, you get up and get her water. If she needs more Starburst, like whatever it is. And I love that. And I love that you're chugging out of your giant gallon water bottle because it's 75 hard. Yeah. Um, I have one of those too. I just am the worst at using it. But I, I think it, How it's really possibly cool. not be good at using a gallon water bottle. I mean, it literally has all your motivational reminders on it. Because I leave it in the refrigerator. Oh, you're a cold water drinker. Yeah, but it's been in there for like three weeks. So well, <laughs> that's really the problem. Cold. Yeah, I just, I forget about it. I need to do 75 hard again. As soon as I saw you post about it, I almost messaged you. and was like, oh, I'm going to do it with you. You should. And then the excuses started. <laughs> Even with that tattoo, of fuck your excuses. You're 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 coming up with excuses. I am. Yeah, it should, I do it that. should be it should be afye. Almost fuck your excuses. Or sometimes, fye sometimes. Uh, yeah, fyes, f yes. Ooh. See. I I don't hate that. See. Um. I'm, I'm really good. <laughs> <laughs> when and we talked about is that slime yeah oh my gosh you are a grown child it's, it's from indium did you not see my post the other day okay look i don't know if you, you guys I, again i don't know if we're doing this io video or whatever but it's stuck in my fuzzy wall because oh, i was on a call with steve gamlin the other day and i'm like I, I literally had it in my hair so this is how my children's book that god willing will be published soon came about because i'm playing with this cloud dough and I'm Steve and I think I were recording because I watched it back and it was hilarious. I'm sitting here doing this and he's like, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, sorry, I got my cloud dough in my hair. And he said something. He's like, what's the animal that does that? And I said, oh, mind your business. I'm just channeling my inner orangutan. And so then he sends me this drawing that he made of the orangutan you and it's going to be a children's book. You want to come say hi? <gasps> I have an idea. Yes, Brinley, come say hi. I have a Brindley, question. Say, if you want more yogurt, come say hi. Oh, wait, no, Brinley, if you want to be in a children's book, come say hi and tell me what your favorite animal is. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right, what's your favorite <gasps> animal? Hi, Brinley. What animal? Lion. A lion? A lion? Oh, that's so good. Can I have a kiss? I love it. All right, you ready? I love it. All right. What's your favorite thing about a lion? What's your favorite thing about a lion? It's roar. It's roar. It's roar. It's roar like a lion. Yeah. Go ahead. Ah. <gasps> Ooh, that was a big roar. Enjoy ah. your yogurt. Yeah. Now I gotta get a yogurt. <laughs> um, I don't even know what I was talking about. So, oh yeah, cloud dough, children's book, and that is uh how everything in my life happens. <laughs> just just like random spur of the moment stuff yeah like why not right and i up until recently so here's a life lesson for you guys up until recently i did not embrace those things i pushed them back because it wasn't it didn't fit into my perfect little world and when my perfect little world was rocked and turned on the end 
I started embracing all of the, the little fun things like, I mean, writing a book, writing a children's book, the, you know, starting a second podcast. I never would have done that before because I would have overthought the crap out of it. It would have been like, oh, but where are we going to find time? This, you know, this, that, and the other. And there's plenty of time. You know, I was, I was on a call with Miranda yesterday and she said, she was talking to me about revenue generating activities. And she said, you know, I know that you love your podcast and I know you just, you know, you're starting a new one. She said, but don't dedicate more than 20 minutes a day, which is totally reasonable. It, between the two podcasts, it's two hours a week. You know, so why, why not just do it and make time for things, right? So, yeah, and obviously I adore Miranda. Miranda is a very good friend of mine. I think she is one of the most gifted and energetic people that's ever walked the earth. Um, there is no energy like hers. Oh, my goodness. No. It is contagious. No, I came off the call with her yesterday. And I was literally bouncing. <laughs> I, I almost felt like there's got to be like a, a disability in there somewhere. Like, like she has to, she's like an energy, but like there's some people who are energy deficient. And I feel like the only reason people are energy deficient is because Miranda she just took it like, sucks every, like she, like she, even like so much as uttering her name, it's like Candyman, right? That old urban legend. If you go in the in the bathroom and say Miranda three times and turn the light on, half your energy gets sucked away and goes into Miranda. <laughs> um, but, but she's just such a, a genuinely kind hearted person and she's mm -hmm. so, so cool. But, you know, yeah, I, th I think she's right. I think 20 minutes a, a, a day. Oh, good. Thanks, Harper, for eating a sock. Thanks for telling me, Brinley. There you go. The worst podcast ever made. Brinley made an appearance, and then my dog ate a sock. So thanks, Harper. Um, at least you found it before it went out the other end. Ugh, this dog. Now she's looking at me like she's the best dog in the world. Like, she's so proud. Um. <laughs> But yeah, you know, make time for the things you enjoy. And and a lot of those things can be revenue generating um, activities. My my wife's grandfather uh, used to be known for saying, uh, if you love something enough, if you love something and you work hard enough at it, you can make money doing it or something like that. Um, so and, and that's kind of that's a really important thing, right? Like if you really do love something, if you're genuinely passionate about something, you can turn it into a career. It may take time. It may take hard work. Um, but you definitely can. I mean, I, granted, I, I never thought I'd be where I am and I wouldn't be where I am without my wife, uh, if she wouldn't have gotten me into sales. And now here I am five, six, gosh, probably even longer than that now, uh, being labeled a disruptor in my industry, being in magazines, writing books and podcasts and all this other stuff. Uh, and it's because I genuinely love sales. I genuinely love what I do. So there you go. I told you I had to talk about myself a little bit. Well, and you, okay, hang on. You don't have to edit this out, but. I'm going to, I should, I should completely edit everything out. Um, no, I, I was going to, I got my bell. I was going to ring the bell because you ring the go. bell. Ring the bell. My podcast studio is still in progress. So my no, little bell. Mine's, mine's usually always at my kitchen table because of the kids and the dog. So you, I guaranteed like Harper harper's bark probably just made it on good ring it ring the bell ring the bell it did it no but it didn't though you're i need you to like fly to michigan and teach me how to do that because nothing i can never hear or see the kids when they're talking to you so your mic is like there we ring the bell wait you're ring the bell 
It says everything hear, is awesome. I don't hear your bell either. Seriously? Nothing. No, that's so weird. I'm ringing I, the crap I out of the bell. I swear to you, nothing. Hmm. Do you hear this? Okay, so I figured it out for you. So your microphone and mine both have noise canceling, background noise okay. canceling. So again, like you were there wailing on your bell. I didn't hear a thing. I was just snapping my fingers, dogs barking, you don't hear anything. It's all because our microphones are canceling the background noise. Cool. Yeah. Or not, if you want to hear the bell. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I, would, I, I can envision. I can envision what the bell probably sounds like. So it's really obnoxious and it's giving me a headache. So yeah. Well, there you go. Thank God you work so hard for me to not hear it. <laughs> it's you know, it, it's funny that you say that because I was trying to figure that out the other day because, um, in the in my little like, like foam podcast room. I can't hear anything except when Dean is running the vacuum or he coughs. Like he can be on the opposite side of the house, like literally the polar opposite side of the house. Cause I'm in like a back corner in a closet, literally. And I can hear the vacuum and his cough through the walls, but it didn't pick it up on the microphone. And it like, if he is on the other side with the vacuum, it, I don't know if it like radiates through these foam things, but it's loud, but the microphone doesn't pick it up. So that is so cool. How, how loud does that man cough? He might, he might want to get him checked out. I, I think it's like, um, uh, like, I don't know. I was going to say the tonality of his cough, but that's not the right word. I mean, that's, that must be a loud cough, a powerful. It's really, but it's really not. It just, it, that and vacuum comes through here. It's, it's just like. It, yeah, but it amplifies it. It is the weirdest thing. That's incredible. Your, yeah. your house must be like some weird acoustic succubus. My house is a lot of weird things. Is it haunted? It's freshly painted now, though, so that's awesome. Is it? Do you have a haunted house? Who don't say that. I got one for you. I, I, I used to live in a haunted house. Really? Yeah. For yeah. real, for real? For real, for real. I'll tell, I'll tell the story. It'll, it'll give everybody a kick because it's going to make everybody think about the complete nut job. Um, oh, Harper, get down one second. One second, of course, go ahead and talk because now I got to fix a kid emergency. I was just gonna say, Oh, I heard something. Um, yeah, so we have a like, and I think we're joking, but our bathroom, um fan you know that you have so like it gets the evaporation or whatever out we will turn it on and then i swear it turns off and so we don't know if like the house is haunted or if it's probably the most likely is one of us is turning it off and forgetting about it because that's what we do because a requirement to live in this house is to be super adhd so yeah i don't know if it's haunted or if we just keep turning the fan off and forgetting about it probably that my haunted house story, and we'll we'll be able to end on this. It'll be a, a great a great ending for this very first episode. Uh, so of course, like we never thought we'd be talking about haunted houses on any episode, but here we are. Um, people are gonna think I'm totally nuts. Like, there's no possible way this could have happened and stuff. But I swear to God, it did. So I was dating this girl uh, when I got out of the navy, and we moved into this house, uh, renting a house 
horrible relationship, toxic. Um, I made a lot of bad choices with women. The only good one I made was my wife. And we were sitting there after we moved in and we had a, a bottle of vodka sitting on the, the counter. And we're sitting there watching TV on the couch. And I swear out of the corner of my eye, I thought I, I saw the bottle move. And I was like, no, there's, that's ridiculous. There's no way, right? And it was one of those plastic bottles because, you know, we drank the high dollar stuff that came in plastic bottles. Uh, and I, I thought I saw it move again. I was like, son of a bitch. I, was like, I swear to God. I was like, there's no way. There, there, I'm, I'm losing it, right? And all of a sudden, I hear the, bam, bottle hit the floor. And I was like, what the hell? I was like, I must be really drunk. I, I was like, well, maybe it was just too close to the, <clears throat> excuse me, too close to the, the edge of the counter. Uh, so that was part one. And uh, the next night, I watched as, or we both sat, uh, were on the couch again, and we watched as, uh, one of those, if you remember that every every kid and every parent knows them, the the wooden ABC blocks, right? Yeah. Really, yeah. Uh, one, we watched one just slide right across the floor, right? Completely right across the floor. Didn't, did, nobody touched it. Her daughter was, was back in the room napping and we were like, what in the hell? I was like, maybe it was just, they're, they're light blocks. Like maybe it was just a gust from the air conditioning. I, I don't, I don't, it could have been anything at this point. I'm still not thinking this place is, you know, needs to be possessed or on a TV show um, or exercised and on a TV show and little weird stuff like that would keep happening. And then all of a sudden it just started kicking up and up and up and up and the the big the big catalyst when stuff really started ramping up and everybody thought I was nuts, right? Everybody thought I was batshit crazy. I thought I was batshit crazy. Uh, so one night we're laying down in bed and her daughter at like at two in the morning just screams bloody murder, just screams bloody murder. And I come, I went bolting into her room to make sure she was okay. And she's screaming, monster dark, monster dark. And I was like, oh, honey, it's okay. It's just, it's just a bad dream. It's just a bad dream. And she pointed to the closet and she said, she said, monster, get out, get out. And I'm like, okay, this is, this is ridiculous. Like this is, this is crazy shit, right? So we put her in bed with us. And then about a week later, we're laying in bed and I hear footsteps coming up the basement stairs. Like legit footsteps. And I was like, what the fuck? Right. So I ran, I grabbed my shotgun and I'm standing right in front of the basement door, like ready to go. Like it's going to be the last set of stairs you climb, sir. It's, it's lights out for you. Good, good gentleman. Uh, and I heard the steps getting closer to the top and then all of a sudden silence. And I was like, okay. So I stood there waiting, 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 thinking there's somebody on the other side. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh, are you okay? All right. Watch Luca. Um, and I'm standing there. I'm standing there. I'm standing there. Nothing. No, no hand on the doorknob. Nothing. So I was like, what in the heck? And I opened the door 
and there's nobody there. And I'm like, what the hell? So I go downstairs in the basement. I check. The door is still completely locked. There's nobody there. The basement is completely empty. And I'm like, okay, something weird's going on in this house, right? Like this is getting, this is getting crazy. Uh, not long after that, we heard voices from the base, basement went down. Not, not like any of the, just like indescript muttering. Yeah. Um, couldn't figure out what was going on. So I, my buddy, I, I called the landlord and we're like, this is going to sound, you're going to think we're nuts. I was like, this place is it's haunted. <laughs> He's like, no, the place is not haunted. I was like, I, listen, buddy, I've seen some weird shit in my life. This place is haunted. So <clears throat> I call my, be- my best friend at the time. Uh, he's an Iraq war veteran. And we, he was like, let's do a ghost hunt in your house. It's going to be fun, right? <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. So we, he comes up and we got little infrared cameras and shit like that, right? We thought we were just real badass ghost hunters. Idiots, right? We're idiots. Uh, and we're sitting there, we're all sitting there watching TV and we made sure all the doors were shut and locked and everything, uh, both inside and out. And the three of us, we hear a door open. And I'm like, did we shut everything, right? So I'm, I'm walking around the house, and it was the closet door to where her daughter was pointing, saying, monster, get out, get out. It was hanging wide open. I was like, I know I shut it. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I shut the door, and I, I try to pull it open, and it's, you can't just pull it open. Like it's a, It was one of those doors that gets stuck. So I, I went back. I was like, it was her, her room. It was her closet door. And maybe 10 minutes later, I heard the sound. We all heard the sound again. We went back. Damn doors open again. We're like, all right, what, what the hell? So it's now like one o'clock in the morning and my buddy is all into it, all into it. He's, he's asking questions like, if you're here, give me a sign. Right. I'm, I'm like, I've seen a lot of signs. It's here. We don't need another sign. Right. And just as he says that, uh, yes, baby, you want to draw? Okay. Hold on a second. Uh, Here, let me, let me finish my story and then I'll, I'll help you draw. Okay. Go watch Luca for a bit. I'll be right back. It's almost done. Um, okay, love you. And she, so she had one of these, those little princess tents with the flap in the front. Yeah. And we're in that room because that's where like all this big activity is. And my, I'll kiss it. Get it off. Go ahead. Go ahead. Here, go do it over there. Uh, so he says, if you're here, give us a sign. Let us kn- do something that lets us know you're here. And the flap to the princess tent just went whoosh, like it got blown by a, a gust of wind or something, like way up. And we're, we all freeze, all three of us. We're like, oh, shit, it's here, right? Good job. And he says, if that was you, do it again. And sure enough, thing went out again. I was like, I, I can't, I can't. This is crazy. This is crazy. So, we go where nothing else really happens at night. Right. And we're all getting ready for bed. And my, my girlfriend at the time and I are in a room and she goes to put her pajama pants on. She takes her pants off and I look over and I watch as five distinct claw marks appear on the inside of her thigh. Right. Not just, I know I sound crazy, completely nuts. I sound insane. 
But like I'm talking, I watched them from start to finish. Right? Oh, creepy. She grabs like she's like, oh my God. And I said, You've got about three seconds to beat me to the car. I'm leaving. And I bolted out of the house. I said, That's it. That's enough for me. I'm I'm out. I I was the first to the car. She was the she was the last. She was, I can't believe you didn't wait for me. I said, it looked like you were already a goner. I, I was, <laughs> I, I had to go. See you later. So we left uh, and then we came back, you know, and, and everything kind of subsided for, or ceased for a little bit. Um, and, and then I had my mom or my stepfather bring over his German shepherd because dogs are apparently sensitive to that stuff. And this dog would. I didn't know that. Yeah. This dog went all around the house. She was perfectly fine, but when it came to the basement, she would not go in the basement. Like she she froze at the top of the steps and then would bark at me if I was down there. Like she did not want anything to do with that basement. So we finally got scared and just bounced. Like, like straight up bounced. That's when I became like a true believer. There's shit out there. That's crazy. Yeah, that would totally freak me out. Yeah. And also, uh, I'm still the same way. Uh, I have no problem leaving people behind. <laughs> I'll never forget it. I mean, man, I bolt, I ran out of it. As soon as I saw it, I was like, <laughs> and it was, I was gone. I was like, good luck, lady. I love that. It looks like you were already a goner. So yeah, I was like, I can't believe that relationship didn't work out. <laughs> Shocking <Yeah>. actually. <laughs> I know. I know it's, it's crazy. So that's my, uh, that's my ghost story. Everybody wants to hear ghost stories. That's the one. Yeah, it makes my uh, good, forgetful like, turn in the bathroom fan off and on uh, the pills in comparison. <laughs> it it was crazy. And don't get me wrong. Like, I I love, um, you know, I, I love ghost stories. I love haunted stuff. Like, it's it's just cool. Like, paranormal stuff interests me. It intrigues me. Um, but when you experience something like that by yourself, you're like, oh, it's totally different than like the haunted ghost tours in Savannah or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or, or up here in Gettysburg <laughs> where they like take it. And there's probably just like some guy behind a rock and a sheet. Like, like, Oh, we're going to get your money's worth. <laughs> I'd be the idiot. Like, Oh my God, there's one right there. We got to go. Yeah. That's I me like, too. There's something about like that, that feeling of getting scared. Oh no, I hate it. I don't like scary movies. I don't like, Nope. Thirsty. Give me uh, comedy and laughs all day, every day, and I'll be happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, comedy. Dean likes, Dean used to love, well, he doesn't watch them so much anymore, but Dean used to love scary movies, and I'm like, mm-mm, nope. They, they get so old for me. Like, I, I love a good scary film, and it's, it's, but it's very rare I find something that scares the hell out of me. See, and those are the one that, ones that Dean likes. He likes to find the, like, the really, truly, like, creepy Sinister. ones, and I'm like, mm-mm. Sinister was probably the last okay. one that really got me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't. But comedies, I mean, I I live for comedy. I mean, you know, comedies are escapes. People want to escape. They want to escape life and reality. And what better way to do it than just laughing your ass off? Okay. Before we end, best movie ever made. Go. Oh. Don't get it wrong. Best movie ever made or best comedy yep. ever made? This is completely subjective. Okay, then let's go comedy. Best comedy ever made. I can't believe you have to think about it. It is Tommy Boy, hands down, 100%. I'd, I'd put Tommy Boy up there 
but I'm a huge yeah. Dumb and Dumber fan. Huge. Really? Yeah, huge Dumb and Dumber fan. Oh, yeah, um, nope. It, that, um, that movie I, has I, gross I humor. I don't like gross humor. Dumb and Dumber isn't, I mean, it's it's got some gross humor in it, but it's more stupid humor. All I remember is like the snot frozen to their nose. <laughs> and yes, that, that, that is like literally the scene that pops in my head when I think of that movie. What what do you think is the best movie ever made? Tommy Boy. Oh, so you're you're putting Tommy Boy above everything else, like no matter yeah. what. Well, oh, I it's can't. A close second of Christmas Vacation. Even... Of what? Christmas Vacation. Now Christmas Vacation is up there too. Christmas Vacation. If if Chevy Chase wasn't such a dickhead, I'd probably put it like way 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 higher than I do. Yeah, isn't that weird though? He seems like so cool, but has such a reputation. He's such a jerk. He is such a jerk. Um, I would I would say best movie ever made. One of my favorite movies, if not my favorite movie, is is Moulin Rouge by by Baz Luhrmann, um, with Nicole Kidman, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. <gasps> oh my goodness! I have to. I'm making a note. Oh, I I, I, I watched love... that in like a decade. Oh, I I could watch it a million times. It's it's just it's just one of the best best movies ever made. Okay, um, do you guys watch Hallmark movies? Elizabeth does constantly. Have you ever seen My Cousin Vinny? Yes. That's that is one of my favorite favorite comedies of all time. That yeah, two Utes. <laughs> two what? What is a Ute? Two Utes. No, one of the one of the best parts. Like so many people in my age group they don't they don't really understand comedy like i do and, and they don't really are, aren't as big of comedy fans as i am like knowing that herman munster was the judge made me so so happy because fred, i'm gonna have to go back and watch that one too fred yeah herman herman well herman munster the guy who played herman munster was the judge in uh my and my cousin Vinny. that's that's fred gwynn that's who played herman munster and um, I mean, people my age are like, what are the monsters? I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my See, God. See, that's and I love figuring out who's in what. Like, um, oh, the Can't Hardly Wait movie. Did you know? And you may not like Twilight, but Carlisle from Twilight was in Can't Hardly Wait. Have you watched Coneheads lately? No. OK, so we've watched Coneheads uh, a couple of days ago. I'm talking Eddie Griffin, Sinbad, Chris Farley, David Spade, Adam Sandler. Um, Seriously? Okay, no, I haven't seen so it many. in like I don't know. So many. Like, like me, I mean, obviously Sandler is the biggest name in there. Um, but yeah, there's there's so many. But yeah, I, I'd put Moulin Rouge as my as my top number one movie, really? followed by um, probably Spotlight. If you haven't seen Spotlight with Michael Keaton, it's it's a it's a hard movie to watch. It's all about the uh, the Catholic priest sex scandal. That oh whole- no no not my thing. It's it is so it's a like I said it's a hard hard watch, but it's a good movie. I wouldn't I wouldn't sleep for like a decade. Like literally, I still have nightmares about movies we watched fifteen years ago. So I can't anything that has anything really? to do with yeah anything that has anything to do with any kind of like physical abuse like that i cannot do like literally i have severe nightmares like cold sweats wow yeah just because movies 
That's crazy. I'm so I am. We'll oh, have to do an episode on that. Timely. Well, I, no, I'm I'm super empathetic. Like I, it's weird. You you like think like the haunted house stuff. People think you're weird when I tell people the things that I feel and the emotions I feel. Like people look at me like I'm crazy. They're like, oh, there's no way. I'm like, oh, I I'm in tune. I can tell Dean that he is stressed about something before he knows he's stressed about something. Really? Yeah. It's uh, it's weird. Maybe That's it's just because I know him that well. I don't know. But he'll look at me and be like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I just feel it. I get the vibe that, like, you're about to be stressed or you're stressed. That's amazing. That's it's weird. That's a, that's a serious empath. Yeah, but it's like, um, 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 um what, what am I looking for? I was going to say debilitating, but that's not right. It's a, uh, no, that, I mean, it sounds sometimes like it sucks. I can imagine, man. Well, well, why don't we why don't we end it with that uh, on such a good depressing note? Thank you, Lori. Um, okay, one more thing: Zombie Land, yay or nay? Oh, Zombie Land, there we go. Okay, hey, Zombie Land, Zombie Land is hysterical. I love love Zombie Land. One and done, like I always say. Well, I said it once. Yeah, <laughs> I love where he's like he's like we're going to the top of the A list. Bill fucking Murray. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. And, and right, now we can end it because we agree on a movie. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Well, guys, hopefully you guys got something out of this first episode. Even like really Lori and I hope that this podcast just helps you guys escape reality. Um, you know, let it be a time waste. Let it be a mind waste, I guess. Just lose yourself have it on in the background but we hope that you enjoyed our first episode so we will see you next week bye guys thank you